Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Acts chapter 20, stand with me as we read God's word. And we're going to get right into this. I know the Raiders, what, play at 1 o'clock? So uh, how many Raider fans we got here? A few, okay. We got a few. So we, we don't want... Uh, we don't want you to jump ship, so we're we'll try to get through this quick. But if the Lord wants you to stay longer, the Lord wants you to stay longer. There's nothing you can do about that. Niner fans don't play today. They right Niners play Thursday, so they'll stay longer today, you know. But they're worse. If if service is going on, they leave. So, you know, if you want to have a good season, you want to have a good season. You need to take notes in church. You need to stick around for the whole thing and help with breakdown too. Then going to have favor on your life from there. All right, Acts chapter 20. And see now, and and see, now I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there. Verse 23, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. Verse 24, but none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may, what? Finish my race with joy and a ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Let's pray. Father, thank you, God, for your word. Thank you for every person here today. Let every heart, let every mind be ready, God, to receive. God, I just pray that there would be a finishing spirit, God, that is deposited inside every person here. Let there be passion to complete what we started. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. These are the words that were written by one of the greatest apostles that we have in in the Bible, but also one of the greatest finishers. The Bible's full of great stories of of individuals that did powerful things and, and accomplished great things for God, but not all of them finished strong like the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul was somebody that was a great finisher. And today I'm going to talk to you about being a finisher because being a finisher is vital to your purpose. Let me say that again. Being a finisher is vital to your purpose. You need to understand that if you're going to be everything that you were born to be in this life, you have to be a finisher. Tell the person next to you, you need to be a finisher. Look at what the Bible says. It says that in... It says the end of a matter is better than its beginning. Another translation says that finishing is better than starting. Anyone can start, but not everyone can finish. It's so important that you understand that, that anyone, anybody can start something. Anyone can start a diet. How, how many of you know what I'm talking about? Anybody can start a gym membership. That's pretty easy. Anybody can start a family. Anybody can start a job. Anybody can start a commitment and make a commitment. Anybody can start a relationship. But it's hard work to finish something. It takes something inside of you to finish what you start in this life. But finishing is vital to your purpose. Finishing is hard. Finishing takes hard work. It takes guts. It takes grit. 
It takes somebody that is tough on the inside. It, it takes somebody that, that can endure pain and endure tears and seasons of life where you have to play hard and, and you have to show up and, and you have to come to church when, when you're going through hell, with the, but you still have a smile on your face. You're still worshiping God because you're a finisher and you're not going to quit and you're not going to give up. We have so many great leaders at this church that have learned to play hurt that have learned that even in times where they were struggling, when there was times where they were, where they were broken, they, they still fought through. Pastor Dan is a man like that. I remember seeing him going through this situation with their daughter when, when Jessica was sick. I was probably uh, about 18, 19 years old at the time. Actually, maybe a little bit older, maybe about 21, huh? Okay. <laughs> no, I was 15. <laughs> I remember seeing this man broken. I remember seeing Angie broken and, and, and their whole world was, was just taken apart, the whole family and, and watching that situation. But yet I seen them finish through that situation. It's hard to finish. That's why the Bible says that finishing is better than starting. There's more glory in finishing something than starting it. The world today needs finishers. The world today needs people that are faithful and committed. You look at the world around you. How many of the problems today that we have in society are from people that quit too soon? How many of the issues that we have today in our marriages and our families are from people that quit too soon on their vows? How many children today are growing up without a family because somebody quit on their lives? We need people that are faithful and committed to the end. We need finishers today. How many people have limited the greatness on their life because they wouldn't finish what they started? How many great inventions a day never got off the ground because they were abandoned too soon? How many dreams were abandoned before they were ever finished? How many things in this life have gone undone and incomplete because people did not finish what they started? We need finishers today. I was watching a, a documentary about Adolf Hitler who killed millions of Jews. The documentary talked about how Hitler wanted to be a priest, wanted to be an artist, but he became a madman. Started well, but he didn't finish. Then there was, there was uh, Joseph Stalin, the communist, who's, they estimate that he killed about 40 to 60 million people. That's way more than, than Hitler killed, 40 to 60 million people. But do you know that Joseph Stalin wanted to be a priest and even went to a theological seminary to prepare to be a priest, but yet he didn't finish. And both St Stalin and Hitler both have the same thing in common. They, they both started well, they just didn't finish well. Both of them, because they didn't finish who they originally wanted to be, it cost the world, it cost lives, and we never saw the contributions that they could ever really make because they abandoned who they were supposed to be. Let me ask you a question. What do we lose out if you don't finish who you're supposed to be? What's at stake if you don't finish your purpose? What's at stake if you don't finish your calling? What do, do we lose? What are we on the verge of losing if you give up? 
What does your family lose if you don't finish your vows? What does the world lose if you don't finish making your contribution? You know that Thomas Edison failed a thousand times before he invented the light bulb? Do you realize that, that Henry Ford went bankrupt five times before he started Ford Motor Company? Do you realize that Walt Disney failed in his newspaper job because of lack of imagination before he started Disney? you realize that Dr. Seuss, when he wrote his first book, 27 publishers rejected him before he became a successful author. What if these men, what if these individuals quit before they finished? What if they gave up? So what's at stake if you give up too soon? What's at stake if you lose your ability to finish what you're supposed to finish in this life? You were born to finish. You were born to finish. Tell the person next to you, you were born to finish. You realize that you weren't born to quit. You realize that you you weren't born to be a quitter. You weren't born to to finish. You You were born to finish. You were designed to finish. Why? Because you were made in the image of God. God is a finisher. God is not a halfway God. God is not a quitter. God is a God of completion. And when God starts something, He finishes it. And God designed you in His image. So that means that you are designed to be a finisher in this life. You're a finisher. Look at what the Bible says. It says, God, who began, it already started, who began, The good work within you will, what, continue his work until it is, what, finally finished. It doesn't say that if God gets bored, he, you know, he might finish or he he may go to a certain point and then let you handle the rest. But there is a, a promise of completion on your life that God will finish what he started in you. Don't allow a few bad chapters in your life to cause you to give up. God's not finished yet. I don't care how bad things look in your life right now. You need to understand that your story isn't over. Don't allow a few bad chapters to make you feel like you are hopeless or discouraged. God is not finished with your life yet. And if God isn't finished, then you're not finished yet. You were made to finish. You were not made to quit. You were ma- not made to give up. You need to understand. You, you might be thinking today, well, you don't understand my, my background. You don't understand the things that I've gone through. You don't understand my past, my upbringing. You don't understand the way my parents were like. Uh, you, you don't understand where I came from. I know exactly where you came from. You came from God. You came from God who is the greatest finisher. You may have come through your parents, but you came from God. And where you came from is better than where you came through. It doesn't matter what kind of background you, you came through. You came from God. You came from a finisher. Look at Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's masterpiece. 
He created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things He planned for us along for us long ago. Do you realize that you are a masterpiece? Do you realize that 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 is your identity? You're not messed up. You're not damaged goods. You're not what other people said you are. God's word says you are his masterpiece. You are the workmanship of God. And if we were his workmanship, we were his masterpiece. We weren't just created to be something. We were created to do something. And if we were created to do it, then we have the ability to finish it and get it done. But we have this idea, this idea that doesn't believe that we can accomplish things and we want to give up. But you need to understand that you also have a finisher inside of you. Jesus is a finisher. Do you realize that when Jesus was on the cross and he said, it is finished, when Jesus said those words, Jesus didn't whisper those words. You need to understand that Jesus, it wasn't like this Hollywood movie. You ever watch movies and, and somebody's about to die and, and it's all dramatic and the music is all sad and it's, 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 it's crazy and, and, and they barely can utter out the words. They got the, the phony cough there. <coughs> you know, tell my family, you know, I love them, you know. This wasn't the case with Jesus. Jesus wasn't struggling to get this word out. Jesus wasn't whimpering. He wasn't whispering. But he cried out in a loud voice. It was a shout because it was a shout of victory. Jesus was not referring to his condition. He was referring to the conclusion of his mission. You see, a lot of people wear a cross on their neck and they think that the cross killed Jesus. But the cross never killed Jesus. Jesus may have died on the cross, but the cross never finished Jesus. Jesus bled massive amounts of blood. He was mutilated to the point beyond recognition. He was ugly. He was bloody. He was broken. But those things did not finish Jesus. You can't finish Jesus. You can't kill Jesus. Jesus is the one that laid down his life. The only thing that finished Jesus is when he allowed himself to be laid down and he finished his mission. Jesus was never finished. Only his assignment was finished. But the Bible says no one can take. This is what Jesus said. No one can take my life from me. For I have the power, the authority to lay it down when I want. And also to take it up. There was no one that had the ability to finish Jesus. Jesus laid down his life to complete a mission. For you and I. And if Jesus is a finisher. And Jesus is inside of me. Then it means that I shouldn't be a quitter. Because if he's a finisher. And he's inside of you. Then it means that you have the power. To be a finisher in this life. (laughs) Philippians 4.13. We all know it. I can what? Do. All things. Through what? Christ, not willpower. Some of you here have been trying to do things 
through willpower. Try doing it through Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The word can do. The two words there come from the word iskos in, in the Greek. means, And it means abiding power or prevailing power. It's the kind of power that allows you to endure something until the end. It's staying power. It's the ability to stay in a fight and prevail. That's the kind of power when it's saying, I can do all things. It's not just about accomplishing. It's the fact that you can, you can remain in all things. You can prevail through all things through Christ who strengthens you. So get out the mentality that you're overwhelmed, that you can't take it anymore. No, if you're in Christ, you can prevail. You can remain all things through Christ who strengthens you. Come on, I'm preaching better than you're clapping this morning. You must be asleep. You can do it. You can make it. You can can get through anything that you're going through in your life. You can remain. So we were born to finish. We have the power in Christ to finish. But we still need To make a choice. Just because I'm a finisher doesn't mean that I finish automatically. Just because I have the power to finish doesn't mean that it's automatically going to happen. I've got to choose. When I feel like giving up, I've got to make a choice. I can either either give up or I can go on, but I can't do both. I've got to make a choice. You you have to make a choice to to go on. You have to make the choice to keep going. But you can't can't just think just because you have the power and the ability to do it that you're going to go through this life and everything's just going to be handed to you. So we were born to finish, empowered to finish. But we still have to deal with the urge to quit. Still have to deal with the emotions of quitting. How many of you ever felt like quitting before? You, you, you ever feel like quitting before? Like 10 people. 10 people. Wow. I must be reading the wrong scriptures. Only 10. Wow. No one is exempt from the urge to quit. No one. So for those that didn't want to raise your hand, you're not exempt either. We all feel the desire and the urge to quit. But just because it's an urge doesn't mean that you're a quitter. Just because you have the urge and the desire and sometimes it's overwhelming doesn't mean that you're a quitter. And there's times that we'll go through life and there'll be seasons where we just want to throw in the towel. There'll be seasons of time where we just want to give up, where quitting looks better than finishing and the urge is there. But there's people that will go through the urge and they'll defy it and they'll keep moving forward. They'll keep going because they want to finish. The urge to quit doesn't mean that you're a quitter. Quitting makes you a quitter. Only quitting. But the urge to quit 
doesn't make you a quitter. And you need to understand something that when you feel the urge to quit, don't quit. Never make an important decision when you feel the urge to quit because you'll most likely make the wrong one. Never make a a decision when you feel like throwing in the towel, a major decision in your life when you are discouraged and you're in a season where things are difficult because you'll probably choose the wrong decision. Because when we feel like quitting, we... Quitting always looks better than finishing. When you feel like giving up, it always looks like a better idea to abandon what you were trying to do. But you need to make sure that when you have the urge to quit, you realize it's, it's just an urge. It's an urge. But it's not who you are. You realize that even Jesus had the urge to give up and to quit. Now, Jesus wasn't a quitter. But he still had to deal With the battle of quitting. Look at in Matthew chapter 26. Jesus says, my father. This is this is when Jesus was was preparing to go to the cross. If it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. What was Jesus saying? Jesus was having second thoughts about completing his mission. He understood why he was here. He understood what he was supposed to do. But yet he felt the his heart felt sorrow. His heart felt like quitting. And he felt the desire to quit just like you and I. Even Jesus dealt with the urge to quit. But you need to understand it's just an urge. It's just an urge. It's just a desire. But don't ever allow that desire to become bigger than your vision. Every, vis- every finisher needs a vision that is bigger than their obstacles. So you were born to finish. Empowered to finish, but you still need a vision that is bigger than your obstacles. That's why the Apostle Paul could say in Acts chapter 20, And see, now I go bound in the Spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city that chains and tribulations await me. But none of these things, what? Move me. What Paul was saying is, I understand that in front of me there is trials, there is tribulation, that bad things, that there's trouble that's in front of me. I understand that things are going to happen, that it's going to be difficult, but none of these things move me. When you have a vision in your life, you can say that. When you have a vision that's bigger than your problems, you can say that. You can go through life and you will not be moved by your problems, but you've got to be moved by vision first. You will either be moved by vision or you will be moved by your problems. And we have a lot of people that are more moved by problems than they are with their vision. But and if you are in a place right now where you feel like giving up, where you feel like throwing in the towel on your family or your marriage, on your job or your dream, your vision, you need to start dreaming again and you need to get a vision that's bigger than where you're at right now, bigger than your circumstance and your obstacle, bigger than your trouble, and don't allow anything to move you. When your vision is bigger than your obstacles, you can finish anything. This is why David finished off Goliath. Because to David, Goliath was a dead man. 
to everybody else, David was a giant. And he was a giant. He just wasn't bigger than David's vision. And when you have something inside of you, when you have a desire that's bigger than your desire to quit, then you can, vision, you, you can finish. But a lot of us have more quit than fight in our lives. We have more quit than desire in our lives. And I'm telling you, if you want something bad enough, you will make it happen. You will go after it. And if not, you'll find an excuse and a reason to quit. thing is, we just don't want things bad enough. We don't have the desire. And we allow what we're going through to become bigger than what's on the inside of us. But let me tell you something. Desperation makes the difference. Did you hear me? Desperation is what will make the difference in your life. How bad do you want what God has for you? How bad do you want to see that dream come to pass? How bad do you want to become everything that God has destined you to be? Because if you don't want it bad enough, you won't finish it. You won't endure. You will give up at the first sign of trouble when people don't support you, when nobody's patting you on the back. But when you have a vision and a dream and a desire that's bigger than your problem, you'll finish strong. You need to have some fights. I love what Paul says. I fought a good fight. When's the last time you fought a good fight? When's the, and I'm not talking about, you know, in the hood on the east side. You know, I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm not going there. But when's the last time you fought well? When's the last time where, where you had a vision for something and, 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 it, and it cost you tears and it, it cost you to, to try to scrape away and, and it cost you some grit and it cost you many nights where you had to pray and, and you doubted and you fought through. When's the last time you fought well for something where you fought well and you finished and you were like, man, all that pain was worth it. All those tears were worth it. All those times believing when I wanted to quit, but I kept going. It was all worth it. When's the time, last time you fought, fought well? And today, people don't fight well anymore. People give up too quickly. But if you're going to finish your course, you're going to finish anything, you need to fight well. You need to fight a good fight. You need to fight when nobody believes in you. What I love about David is David has a vision to take down Goliath, to finish off a giant. And you know what? He doesn't wait for, he doesn't wait for anything. He doesn't wait for, for, for support. He doesn't try to post it on, on, on Facebook and get a bunch of likes to, to get a support and a fan club if I should take down this giant. But, but David goes after Goliath and David starts something. Thing that other people wouldn't. Because every starter, every finisher needs to be a starter. Every finisher needs to start. Because if you never start, then you'll never finish. And David was willing to do something that everybody else sat by and they watched. And you know, the Bible says that, that Goliath taunted 
the, the army of Israel for 40 days. For 40 days, Goliath ran his mouth and he challenged the, the children of Israel. For 40 days, they, they sat there and they heard his threats and they heard what he was speaking. And you know what's crazy? The Bible talks about how they were dressed for battle. But nobody was fighting. For 40 days, they waited for something to happen. But in one day, in one moment, David volunteers. He doesn't look for support. You with me? You with me, bro? You with me, Saul? You, you know, you guys got my back. We'll go. In a, we go like 100 deep. We'll take this dude out. No problem. He just says, I'll, I'll kill. I'll kill the giant. And what he did is he started something that other people waited for. There's people here in this room, you're not, there, there's not just battles that you're supposed to finish today. There's battles that you're supposed to start. There's things that you're supposed to start, but you haven't been doing it because you're intimidated, because you're discouraged, because you're afraid, because the battle looks too big for you. And you will never finish those things if you never start. I'm speaking to a group today of finishers. There's some people here, God has called you to complete great things in your life. But unless you start, unless you believe in who God has made you to be, you'll you'll never finish it. You'll, You'll never complete what you're supposed to complete. Now, I know there's people here, you've got dreams, you've got vision, you've got things that you want to do. But... Finishing is better than starting. But you got to start first. And you've got to start sometime. And what's crazy is the army of Israel, they waited 40 days to get in the fight. Because after Goliath was dead, then they were like, all right, we got this now. Let's, let's go fight. And suddenly everybody gets brave. You know folks like that, right? They all got brave. I hope it doesn't take you your whole life for you to get brave. Because there's there's things that you're supposed to accomplish. And, you know, I really believe that Saul should have taken out Goliath because he was the king. He should have he should have been the one to step up. God could have used any one of those people to take down Goliath. If he if God can use a donkey if he could use some crazy people in the Bible, because there's some crazy people in the Bible, some crazy people in church. If he could use some crazy people, he could have used anybody, right? But Saul was the only one that had the vision, or David was the only one that had the vision to do it. Saul didn't have the vision. He was the leader. I hope somebody else doesn't take down the giant that you were supposed to kill. I hope that one day when you die, you're not looking back and you were like, man, I was called to do that, but because I never started, God had to use somebody else to do it. You were born to finish. You have power to finish. But can you get through the urge to quit? Is your vision bigger than your problem? I want to show you a clip. We've shown this clip before. 
But as you watch it, I want you to think about your, your situation right now. Because there's two types of people in this room right now. There's people that need to finish things. And there's people that need to start. Go ahead and check out this clip. What, am I in trouble now? Not yet. I want to see you do the death crawl again, except I want to see your absolute best. <laughs> <laughs> what, you want me to go to the 30? I think you can go to the 50. The 50? I can go to the 50 if nobody's on my back. I think you can do it with Jeremy on your back. But even if you can, I want you to promise me you're going to do your best. All right. Your best. Okay. You going to give me your best? I'm going to give you my best. All right, one more thing. I want you to do it blindfolded. Why? Because I want you giving up at a certain point when you can go further. Get down. Jeremy, get on his back. I get a good tight hold, Jeremy. All right. Let's go, Brock. Keep your knees off the ground. Just your hands and feet. There you go. A little bit left. A little bit left. There you go. Show me good effort. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. That's it. That's it. Keep going. I want everything you got. Come on, keep going. It hurts. Don't quit on me. Your very best. Keep driving. Keep driving. There you go. There you go. He's heavy. I know he's heavy. I'm bad out of strength. Then you negotiate with your body to find more strength, but don't you give up on me, Brock. You keep going, you hear me? You keep going. You're doing good. You keep going. Do not quit on me. You keep going. It hurts. I know it hurts. You keep going. You keep going. It's all hard from here. 30 more steps. You keep going, Brock. Come on. Keep going. Burn. And let it burn. It's all hard. You keep going, Brock. Come on. Come on. Keep going. You promised me your best. Your best. Don't stop. Keep going. Too hard. It's not too hard. You keep going. Come on, Brock. Give me more. Give me more. Keep going. 20 more steps. 20 more. Keep going, Brock. Give me your best. Don't quit, no! Keep going, keep going, keep going! Don't quit, don't quit, don't quit! Rock Kelly, you don't quit! Keep going, keep going! Go, Rock Kelly, you don't quit on me! No, you keep going, you keep going! Go, Rock! Ten more steps, ten more, ten more, ten more! Keep going, don't quit! Give me your heart! You can't, you can't! Five more, five more, come on, Brock, come on, don't quit, don't quit, come on, Brock, two more, one more. Oh. Let's go, 50, let's go, 50, I'll have any more. Look up, Brock, you're in the end zone. I want you to understand something that there's more in you that you really understand or believe and the pain of not finishing is a whole lot worse than the pain of enduring you ever have to endure something till it hurts you're fighting and it hurts. You're, you're, you're pushing through and, and it's, it's, it hurts. You're fighting and it, it's, you feel like you can't push through, but you keep pushing through and, and it's strenuous. That pain is a whole lot 
It's, it's small. It's small in comparison to the pain of regret or the pain of quitting. Some of you in this room today, you don't have respect for yourself anymore because you've quit too many times. You've quit too many times. I saw my, my uh, report card in my garage like a few months ago. I had a couple good grades, you know, a couple. I had some bad ones, some bad marks there. But I also had a lot of incompletes. You know what's worse than a bad grade and failing? Incomplete. Because it means that it's either you didn't start or you didn't finish. And a lot of people will go through this life and they won't be able to say like Paul, I fought a good fight and I finished my course. Some people will grow old and they'll look at their life as being incomplete. And we live in a time today where people are okay with incomplete. Incomplete marriages, incomplete families, incomplete commitments, incomplete destinies, incomplete dreams. We don't know how long we're going to be on this earth. We're here now, but tomorrow, who knows where we'll be. But I want to make sure that when it's time for me to go, I say, I finished my course. I finished. I fought good. I fought a good fight. Some of us today, we, we can't respect ourselves anymore because we quit so many times that we don't have confidence to even start anymore. We don't even have confidence to dream. Because when you've quit so many times in your life and people don't believe you anymore, when people know that they can't trust you, when people know that you're not the one that can finish your commitments, you're not someone that can keep your word, that you, you, you talk about things you're going to do, but you never do it. Sooner or later, you lose respect for who you are. But today what the Lord wants to do is heal people with incompletes on their lives. God wants to heal some people today in this room because they quit and you're still living with the quit. You were born to finish. Stop looking at yourself as a quitter. Stop believing something that isn't true. Stop believing that because you quit too many times in the past, that you're always going to be a quitter. You're a finisher. Stand with me. We're going to allow the Holy Spirit to do His work. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.com.